evening, I have two special guests in this building. We have the one half of the Comic-Cons, Casual X, and from the Dingus Den, and Red Shirts, we have Spencer. Yo, 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 yo. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Happy to be back on the Classic Wolf Pod, baby. We in the building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Glad you finally got all SF in there. I know, I was about to say, this is my first time here. Mm-hmm. I don't know, quite know uh, what to expect, but, you know, let's let's get right in. Welcome, welcome to the Classic Wolf Podcast. This is your first time here. Honorary member. So, guys, how you guys been? Besides looking pretty with them glasses, and yeah, just tell. I had to match y'all's energy. Just tell the people what you guys are doing and what you guys are up to, babies. Brother, I've been uh, lately. I've been getting it. I've been busy. Uh, you know, as both of you guys know, I tell you almost daily. Uh, I've started up a new workout regimen. Very happy. Been wanting to bring this up on your show a little bit. I haven't got to boast about it. Can't talk about it on Comic Cons. We have a strict no workout uh, discussion policy on the pod. So, you know, we never discuss uh, bar pumping or lifting of the old weights. We never do that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm lying. But been working out, man. Been dieting, spending time with the wife. Uh, we got a new dog, as you guys know, added a new member to the family. Uh, he's in the background messing stuff up right now, but he's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, we're just going to pretend they're creepy shadows since this is the Halloween episode. But I've been good. I've been good. I've been good. Spencer? I've been uh, I've been pretty good as well. I've just been enjoying myself uh, uh, these recent weekends when I don't have to worry about as much, which is really nice, especially with being busy with school so much. But recently I've been, well, just this weekend I've been really deep into that new Spider-Man game. It's been great. Uh, been going through a lot of comics, as I always uh, have been recently. I... Uh, I've been ever since this year started. I kind of like had this goal of like reading at least one comic issue a day, and I've been uh, having a counter uh, that I like, uh, kind of like catalog. I guess like every time I read an issue, I add one to a counter. I've had it like monthly, and then at the end of every month, I like add them up. And so, like at, right now, I'm at like eight hundred twenty something issues that I've read this year, and so you know what? Good. You know what, man. I mean, it's kind of weird for me to call you Spencer. So, for the rest of the show, I'm just going to call you SF because that's how I know you. <laughs> I have to do the same thing on my pod. You can ask him. I started off trying to be respectful and call him Spencer, yeah. the old Spencerator, <laughs> but uh, it quickly turned to SF. SF the genius, aka SF the god, aka you know the vibes, baby. Spen City. <laughs> so. I have to do the same thing, classic. <laughs> it's the same with you, though. Like, whenever we first met, I would call you Rob, you mm. know, but now I just call you classic all the time. Yeah, it's either classic or either babe. I mean, either or is baby, either, daddy, baby, yeah. daddy, daddy. Uh, you know the vibe, son. <laughs> whole bunch of uh, nicknames that we go off on each other. And yeah, Graham that's Carter. how it is. That's how it is on uh, the Discord. We just. 
talk and flirt. <laughs> we do spend a lot of time in the Discord. That's uh for those of you guys behind the scenes, that's our new way to like, you know, hang out. We spend a lot of time together and they're watching uh weird horror film mm-hmm. it, or YouTube. you know just shooting the shit or youtube yeah both <laughs> of those yeah uh castro got me in to this weird strange and i don't know how to explain it exotic i mean exotic <laughs> is crazy but yeah i mean it is kind of exotic that is valid. but it's crazy horror that, that i've never valid. seen before and it's like, oh, I don't know, man. If you guys were to watch this type of horror, it'll change your life. I mean, it actually changed mine and my perspective of, you know, out of state uh, horror, out of the country. Out horror, of country. Country mm-hmm. horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm definitely obsessed with weird horror, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, I only got to hear part of that because Charlie turned on my volume, but I imagine you were you continued talking about the horror. Uh, yeah. That's my fault, the, the films we've been watching. I'm obsessed with weird fucking horror, uncomfortable horror, horror that makes you feel, uh, it makes you question yourself, uh, what you agree with, what you disagree with, uh, uh, you know what I mean, just your overall humanity, right? Uh, and I found that quite often in um foreign horror films the films that uh classic wolf uh has been seeing uh that he's referencing currently have been um j-horror japanese horror uh that was actually my start into the genre of what i consider just like weird fucking horror it's only weird because i mean here in the united states we stick to a it seems quite often a uh certain niche which is um correct me if i'm wrong boys uh slasher horror films or like we do a lot of ghost stuff here too uh which i don't really like our ghost films really at all uh a lot unless insidious is considered like a ghost film. i don't know if that's considered but i don't really like a lot of our ghost movies uh slasher's great but uh j-horror they tend to play with things uh that that we are not comfortable with with um i don't know if i can go into detail uh but they they definitely get go out there with it uh as well as like my newest obsession in the whole horror world is folk core folk core usually involves cults nature um being withdrawn from society uh alone uh in a rural rural area you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely a fan of that, as well as uh, something that stems from that, another niche genre, which is like hillbilly exploit horror. It's it's like a branch of the folk horror films, yeah. Uh, and it just involves like, you know, cousin fuckers, you know what I'm saying, out in the country that, you know, fucking oh. murder you, man. That's t- Something about that scares me. My parents, they live in the country currently, and every day I'm like, they're like, come visit, and I'm like, Nah, 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 I'm smart. I know what you're doing. No, I'm just playing. That's not my family. I love you, mom. But uh, it has become my obsession. We've recently watched a uh, classic. Uh, we watched, what was it, Audition? Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Takashi Mike, probably my favorite J-horror director, as well as Ichi the Killer, also directed by 
by uh, Takashi Mike. I, I don't I don't know what else we watched, but I know those two for sure, and those really fucked Rob up. As far as just the stuff that's allowed in those horror films, right? They're, it's just different than America for real. Yeah, I mean, SF. I mean, have you watched these films with us before? Uh, I was there for a little bit of Ichi. Uh, definitely very different compared to what we get for what we think of horror here in America. Yeah, it is, right. Uh, it's there's definitely some very bizarre things in it as well, like weird, exotic. I guess definitely a accurate way I'm supposed to describe it. Yeah, uh, it de- yeah, a lot of different aspects of it that just like just go out there. I mean, I can't imagine sitting in sitting in a theater and watching this. And no, no. <laughs> I might be like, oh, God, what's going on? Yeah. It'd be oddly uncomfortable, right? The things, the, the themes that they use. Uh, again, guys, it's very, uh, so sorry, I said, uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm going to shut up in just one second, uh, just to finish my sentence. Uh, it's just, it's different than, than what we're used to here. Again, we're used to stabbings and, you know, serial killers. They're, they use, you know, very uncommon themes. Am I allowed to go into the themes without going into it? Go ahead. Uh, I mean, they use like bodily fluids and you know what I'm saying? Not blood guys. I'm talking, we're talking pee. They use, uh, uncomfortable sexual, uh, you know what I mean? Themes. You know what I'm saying? Very uncomfortable, very, uh, very, very uncomfortable sexual themes. So it, it's different. It's a different thing. We don't do that here. Uh, as yeah, far as I, I just, I just don't see me. how I just don't see how any of us could go like sit in a theater and be okay with watching that with somebody right next to you, a stranger <laughs> or family member, or friend, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I've, I've experienced my first uncomfortableness with it. Right, usually I'm good. Me and my wife will sit and consume the content. We're like, oh, this is freaking great. This is weird. Uh, on our list is a film called the Serbian film, uh, which has been uh, banned in several different countries because of how much it pushes the bar on uncomfortableness. It's like an entire giant. It's like a snuff film, the equivalent of a snuff film almost, uh, which I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that's where it's like a film of somebody just getting murdered, a real film. But this one's just like, it's all fake, but like it, it, it's so realistic. It's been banned. Uh, you know what I mean? In several different countries. I love that. I love introducing people into horror films or just entertainment in general. That's out of the box. It's something unique, something different, something I know you haven't seen. But the other day when we watched Ichi the killer for the first time, SF was in there. I thought we rubbed him the a completely wrong way. And I thought he left and I was like, Oh God, I'm a fucking deviant. What's wrong with me? You know what I'm saying? So I get it. Like going to a theater man and being with people. And this is what they do in Japan though. Like this is their horror. So think about that. That's insane guys. Yeah. I can just very say- different culture over there yeah different Mm -hmm. culture man i mean i was about to say that and just like seeing them if they were to come in and watch a horror that is american and they'll be like this is weenie horror this is not compared to what we really watch i mean i could see that but sf what what do you think about that uh as far as like just 
uh, as far as that goes, that yeah, I don't know how they'd like kind of like respond, right? I think it'd be very interesting as far as I think it'd be very interesting to be like, hey, uh, take like your average core of like Japanese horror fan and then kind of be like, hey, come over to America and just like watch like say like our three biggest horror franchises, see what they think about those, you know? I think that'd be kind of interesting, right? Like, like I feel like for us, we consider like, um, you know, a big thing for us is like slashers, right? So I think like, what would they think of like Halloween? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be very interesting and whatever others, I don't know. I definitely, I'm not a big horror person. <laughs> I definitely think you do got those uh, people out there though over in Japan, Japan, as you got a weird guy like me, <laughs> excuse me, here in the United States that's obsessed with it, right? You mm-hmm. definitely got Absolutely. those Japanese people out there that are like, oh, dude, friggin' Michael Myers is horror. Fucking Jason, bitch, Friday the 13th? Let's go. Like, that's my jam. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know what Takashi Mike's over here doing. But I get, and I guarantee you, like, Takashi Mike is also influenced by a lot of works from here. Uh, maybe I don't even know about it, even in the horror genre. But if you watch his work, uh, I don't know if you guys were able to pick this up. Uh, SF, I also don't know how familiar you are with the director. Uh, I know there's a couple of the films on your list list uh, of this guy but tarantino takashi mike seems to take a lot of fucking you know what i mean influence from tarantino and in reverse i feel like they've influenced each other on their projects so i think that that's fascinating so i do think you guys got those nerds out there that are like you know searching for that other horror you know what I mean? if you're a real film buff as well like i feel like you branch out man you don't just stick to the to the norm you you go deeper you know what i mean that's with anything right guys yeah especially what you did man is go way out in the out of the country to look for this type of uh movies and which I never heard of or never thought of. I mean that is crazy and talking about movie buff. She's I'm so like honored that I got to do that to you though, right? In the mm-hmm. weirdest of ways. Like I don't know if you guys ever smoked weed. I don't smoke weed. I used to smoke weed as a young man. Um, and like it used to be as a stoner, it used to be a thing like, oh, dude, I got to get you high for the first time. It was like an honorary fucking thing. I don't know if you guys remember this theme, uh, but it's a weird thing. Stoners have they're obsessed with getting other people high for the very first time. That's how I feel uh, equivalent when it comes to like introducing you guys to these weird genres of horror. I'm like, yes, I took your fucking weird horror virginity. I am the one who introduced you to this realm of fucked upness. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I mean, it totally changed my perspective on horror that there is crazy horror movies out there. And dude, it's, it's when I, when I sort of saw that horror film that we watched together audition, right? Yeah. Oh man, I had I, it made me think about my life. <laughs> like why? Like oh man, I just really, really watched this film and I wasn't grossed out. I'm like I'm very open with horror and other things. And you did handle it very well. Yeah, I will say that compared to our boy SF. Like I said, I thought you know he didn't really like it at all, but. He actually, guys, I'm being a little rough on SF as well. He he left for other reasons, but I thought he left due to the fact <laughs> that the film was so fucked. But, uh, you know, I'm very excited to go down deeper into the rabbit hole of fucked up horror with you, Classic. Um, 
I've been really getting into like Swedish horror or Norwegian horror and things like that. Just branching out other countries, man. They got so many different films. There's this one called Trolls where uh, I think it's Norwegian. Uh, I may be incorrect. It's on YouTube. I'll hit you with a link uh, or we can watch it in the court or something uh, where they just they go out into the, the this rural area. Again, rural areas are my shit. I love folklore. Um, you know what I'm saying? We're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, you know what I mean? With no civilization in sight. They went out there uh, to hunt trolls and they find these giant ass trolls that are, turn out they're really fucking horrific and they smash you and eat you and kill you. And it sounds like a dumb premise because it, it's goofy. But like when you watch it, the film is actually scary as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, watch this. Go ahead. No, I just want to say that actually sounds interesting. Uh, just, yeah, get going. Um, I watched this one the other day. Uh, I love your lighting right now, Rob. You look like you're in a, you're hunting down a ghost. That's the vibes I'm getting from you. Like, can you hear me? <laughs> Tell me your name. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Phasmophobia. Uh, I watched this one. Um, I think it's a Swedish film. Uh, you guys have heard me reference it so much but it's literally my favorite fucking horror movie of date right now currently nothing has topped the feeling that i got when i watched this uh it's midsummer um it's a swedish film about the uh midsummer uh celebration which is where they make a may queen and they do all these things the movie's not 100 percent accurate but uh it's starring florence Pew or poo, poo. I don't know how to say last name. I just ruined it. It's not poo, guys. Uh, from fucking most recent film, Oppenheimer. She has a really cool sex scene. You guys will see it. It's great. Good job. <laughs> Two thumbs up. You know what I mean? But uh, she did fucking phenomenal in that movie, guys. It just, it's so good. My favorite, favorite. Uh, you know what I mean? I have so many that I could list and reference to you, Classic, uh, right now for you to watch. I even, I mean, I made a deal with uh, OSF here to watch it uh i'm supposed oh, to be watching yeah. something i don't remember what it is so he oh. doesn't remember the deal i don't remember what i'm supposed to watch but yeah Sad. i i want you guys to see this movie <laughs> so much uh it is on amazon for free currently so man i did watch midsummer remember i told you about that oh you did man what'd you fucking think it's so good we need to watch it again together because there's like I'm a nerd, man. Yeah. I go back, I watch the behind the scenes, I study the Easter eggs, I compare that Midsommar to the real life Midsommar and like the differences and shit. Like I'm weird, guys, when it comes to especially these particular horror movies. Like I'm a fucking freak about it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Dude, so Midsommar to me, it's just like one of those horrors that you don't expect to watch. Like it's like, it's a very... I wouldn't say graphic, but very the same thing. Um, there's some some sex scenes in there, but there is. <laughs> if you watch it, you understand what I'm talking about. Um, but it's that film is very weird to me, especially on the last part when that guy's dressed up as a bear. So you're completely right, man. It is weird, and that's what I seek out. When I'm referencing these films, like the, the, the feeling that it gives you, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's not even necessarily something you see on the screen because in these films, uh, folk horror, there's a lot of just shots of the fucking land, shots of nature. Yeah. But you know there's something weird going on. You know there's a – it creates an ambiance. 
looks, a certain mood, the entire movie, uh, where you just, as you're consuming this fucking content, like you just feel uneasy. Like what, what's happening? Is this okay? And, I allowed to feel these feelings. You feel like you're going through fucking puberty again or something. You don't know what the hell is going on. It's, it's, it's very uncomfortable, very uneasy. Uh, and that's what I look for. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to that, that's my new favorite genre is full core. I will say guys, I am a fan of the slasher, uh, genres as well. Um, mm. one of my most recent favorites is the fucking terrifier. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I thought that was done really well. Nail on the head with the slasher. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Themes. I thought that that was an excellent fucking movie. Uh, if not, it's on Tubi TV, so we will be watching it yeah. coming soon in discord boys. I mean, hereditary that one might too. actually scare SF hereditary, man. Go ahead. Hereditary was one of the scary movies that I've seen in a long time. I mean, the director, mm-hmm. what's his name? Uh, I don't have his name, but it is the, actually the same guy who, <laughs> excuse me, guys, uh, directed Midsommar. So, uh, that's awesome that you, you, you are aware of that film as well. That thing was terrifying. Aster. Thank you. SF shout out to SF and Google. <laughs> SF quick with the Google polls guys. I love it. I love talking with this guy. I can just hear here. SF is like typing real fast. He's our podcast Oracle. Fucking our bar recording over here. Just, you know, hitting us with the info, the deets, but hereditary was really good. It shares similar themes as well. I feel to midsummer with the cult feel. You know what I mean? You got the background cult shit going on the entire movie that you don't necessarily pick up. Uh, unless you know what you look for until later on, but mm. you know what I mean? That's very cult heavy, uh, very magic heavy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I, I love that. That's so interesting. It's, it's a, it's a taboo realm that we're told we can't go. And then here they are. We got beautiful fucking works of art, like those films, uh, present you know what i mean i swear if i make a horror film boys it's gonna be something of that style and it'll probably be a cheesy corny slasher first because i feel like that's where that's the easiest route to start in horror. Yeah. i'm probably gonna get you know griped at for that but that's how i feel you know what i mean i feel like sf will be a good slash villain you think so like you don't expect him to slash somebody or Hurt anybody? I mean, look at him. He's a sweetheart. <laughs> SF is like really fr- unless you get him on Fortnite, then he's a complete dickhead. But other than that, this is the sweetest guy. I would not expect SF to be uh, a serial killer. But um, speaking of fucking, you know, dorks, uh, there's this movie called uh, what is that? Kevin. We should talk to Kevin or something. I don't know if this is considered a horror, but it was very creepy. Uh, got Ezra Miller in it where he plays like a, a school shooter. And that was really weird. Uh, I, I'm just here. To, I'm saying you can find horror yeah. in, in genres that aren't necessarily horror. Like that, that movie is so realistic and so weird. Uh, definitely suggest watching that as well, man. It's, it's really creepy. Uh, with the way it goes down, dude goes into the school and fucking bow and arrows down an entire school, like green arrow shit, but like in a bad way, it was horrible. 
you know, oh. it's also stars the guy from fucking uh, as the dad. It stars the uh, guy that's opposite of Will Ferrell and Step Brothers, and he did phenomenal in that role. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. The really ugly guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Will Ferrell's know. brother. Exactly, yeah. Did you John put your notes on the Exactly. See, there he is right there. Young Oracle killing the game, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, what do you guys think about, like, horror and comic books? So, I will say, <laughs> I am a fan, dude. I love that shit. Uh, shout out to my wife. Um, I'm one to branch out again when it comes to all forms of entertainment, but horror is one niche in comic books. I didn't touch. Uh, it's always been superhero uh, branched out into like, you know, detective stories and things like that. Uh, but never horror until my wife came through. Um, and then uh, she started introducing me to like uh, the creep show books, um, tales of the dark side uh all kinds of just cool little horror books uh man i think horror and comics sometimes is better than horror on movies it's it's phenomenal uh i don't know how much experience you guys have with horror and comic books but uh as of recent me and sf are we were currently reading not reading you know what i'm saying a uh the what is it red ribbon queen by garth ennis right yeah, and it's pretty good. It's 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 not like terrifying, but there's definitely some horror elements for sure it's, going on in the book. It's more of a mystery, but there's some supernatural mm-hmm. horrorish elements, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I I love horror and comics, man. I think it's fucking. It, it belongs there. I mean, if you think back to the beginning of comics, right? I think back before we had superhero comic books, uh, it was a bunch of detective stories, horror stories. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And shit like that. Uh, I think so. I think I am correct. Uh, pulp magazines and things like that is what they were running. Um so I, I think it's what built what we have. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not incorrect with what I said, I, I really think that the whole pulp magazines were Western horror, fucking mystery, crime. You know what I'm saying? That's what started it. And then uh, during the war times, I think superheroes came. Um, I think I'm pretty correct with that. But yeah, I, it's it's the foundation, baby. It's the pillar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like- to me. Like, you'll see, like, Wolfman, Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fucking exactly, man. The monster stories. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Go ahead, classic. <laughs> you got it, baby. I mean, now, man, like, when you see horror in a comic book, like, uh, Deceased is one of my favorite um, DC Such universe. Such a great story. And Marvel versus Zombies. and Zombies. And... Um, we call it incredible, that Credible Hulk one that you guys made me not made me but yes. suggested to me to the read. Current Incredible Hulk, which Phenomenal. has a lot of uh, horror elements in it. I'd highly recommend it. Uh, I'm trying to remember who wrote it, it but it is really good, uh, guys. If you do get time, uh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Classic. Uh, we're all three actively reading that and i mean i think i think i need to read the most current issue um but 
it's involving fucking zombies and monsters. And this is the very first time. Uh, I think we've all said this numerous times. I know we've said it on your podcast, SF. And I know talking to classic, uh, we've said it in the discord again and again, this is the first time we've seen Hulk go against, you know, stuff like this, right? Not a super villain, but a fucking the supernatural, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's pretty badass. It's pretty dope to see Hulk going against, uh, I don't know if he's one against man thing yet. Or swamp thing. Was man did, he, thing. did we catch? Is yeah. that issue four? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, why do I remember issue four? But I keep forgetting it. Uh, we've proven <laughs> that I've read it, but I don't remember. I need to go back and just hit it again. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, that's phenomenal. Classic. That book is truly really good. Ten, ten out of ten so far. And then you have like Batman, how he fights mm-hmm. Dracula, or he becomes a vampire. I mean, there's a lot of like inspired by horror in today's comic books and Marvel and DC. Definitely. Um, on the Batman front, uh, man, I gotta say there are definitely some horror elements there, right? He had two of his, two of his villains. I wish there were some heavier storylines because you could do a really scary Batman. And I think Bruce would handle it phenomenally as a detective, because I mean, in so many horror films, you have a detective trying to figure out, Hey, what the fuck is going on? Uh, two of my favorite villains that are so slept on ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. It's because of intelligence level. Cause I know one of them only have a intelligence of like fucking 72 or something. Victor Zaz and uh, professor pig. Both of these guys are, uh, have so much potential to be absolutely terrifying. Here you go. You got Victor Zaz, a guy who carves uh, fucking, you know what I'm saying, cuts into his flesh for every body he catches. I think it's only women that he he, he he likes to kill. I may be incorrect, but for every person he kills, he carves a fucking cut into his skin. He's a, that's your typical serial killer, a fucking freak, weirdo. Uh, if we could do a good story. I'm pitching it right now, DC. Uh, we'll write it, guys. Holla at us. Classics of phenomenal artists. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Me and SF, we could write that fucking story, boys. We're here. Uh, they're not going to give us the shot, guys. I'm sorry to tell you. But <laughs> if we could get that going on, uh, uh, just zip Victor Zaz on a fucking serial killing rampage and, the you know, Bruce right there hot on his heels, but he just can't catch him until that very last fucking issue. Like, it can not only be a great horror story, but it can also be, you know what I'm saying, a phenomenal <clears throat> detective comic. God, I need some water there you heard it getting raspy (laughs) and then professor pig who's obsessed with like uh you know trying to create the perfect person so what he does is he cuts people's skin apart and you shout out to silence of the fucking lambs cuts up people's skin uses different parts of their body to create like you know what i'm saying Uh, the perfect person you know or whatever like it's fucking weird man he wears a pig head like he makes weird noises like that scares the shit out of me dude you know what i'm saying and seeing batman go head to head with that guy bro Come on, like that is a fucking book that I'm waiting on right now. Come on. We got Joker. We got fucking Deathstroke. We get it. You guys can fight and Joker's crazy. Give me some fucking real crazy, some weirdo crazy. That's what I need, guys. Mm. You got me excited. Something I'd like to highlight that DC is currently coming out with is uh, Batman City of Madness, where you have Batman integrated with like Lovecraftian sort of uh, mythos, which is like really cool that it's been going on. Yeah, uh, with it, uh, you have like a whole like Corval story of where they're like 
hiding something and it's like this whole Lovecraft story with Batman that's been really cool. And that's HP Lovecraft, right? Yes. You're referencing, yeah. yes. Uh can you tell us, man, if you don't mind a little bit, because I've heard so much about HP P Lovecraft and he he dabbles in the world of horror, right? To a degree. So he's one of those uh writers that I want to read a, a bit of his work where I've actually bought a book with a lot of his like all his stories, I think. And uh you know, that's where you get a lot of like uh I want to say that's where like Cthulhu originated from. Mm. And there's all sorts of different other uh, creatures and such that came from uh, Lovecraft. Uh, I, no names are coming to me right offhand, but like a lot of the. Uh, Cthulhu is the main one I've heard. Right. Cthulhu is the main. Uh, that's the big one. Um, if you've ever heard of a game called like Arkham Horror which is a fantastic tabletop game uh, yeah. that has a lot of horror uh, or not just horror that a lot of those like Lovecraftian sort of like elements to it to where it's like that idea of like, Hey, we're a group of people that's trying to go around and work, uh, work together and try to like stop this supernatural horror from coming. And so uh, there's all sorts of like wacky stuff that a Lovecraft does. And he, he, yeah, I just know he did a lot of different stuff. And so uh, seeing a lot of those elements with Batman was really cool. I mean, I, I definitely uh, am looking to read that. You should have known you couldn't have got me and you couldn't get me an SF in here without us going into comics heavy. Uh, I That's actually on my pool list, that Batman book in which he's referencing. I haven't had the, the time to read it yet, but yeah. uh, I'm definitely excited to check that out. And I think that's awesome you brought up the hp lovecraft style of horror There's like a lot of ones here i just found a list um i'm gonna butcher a lot of these names uh but these are like all like famous ones that aren't cthulhu that's uh big like there you have uh narlathotep um yog uh night nine gots uh azathoth dagon shogoth classic as you read these all sorts of different all sorts of different things where like there are big whores that's come out and there's also i don't even know how to describe how some of these look but there are a lot of different crazy ones Mm. supernatural horror uh that's kind of like something that i like i'm not like a personally a big horror person yeah um various there's little things i'm into um i like some of this more like supernatural um i think the reason why lovecraft is one that kind of like uh is more interesting to me personally is because it's kind of like a more uh fantasy like sort of feel right like sci-fi and fantasy are like my two big genres i'm really into so when you have all these weird like really cool creatures like i'd get in like a big fantasy story um i think it's like interesting for this yeah and so uh, yeah, all sorts of really cool stuff that Lovecraft does. Mm. I mean, you know, a movie scares the shit out of me. That's not a horror movie is Never Ending Story. Uh, <laughs> really, Never Ending Story. First off, I think that giant white dragon. You know what I'm talking about? What's yeah. his fucking name? I don't, it's been uh, years since I've seen that movie. But dude, I know what you're talking about. He's creepy as shit. He's a predator. There's a scene in there where Atreus like petting him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, a little bit more, a little bit more, kid." And I'm like, "Yo, for 
first off, that's weird. At the very end, there's this creepy ass devil wolf that scares the fuck out of me. Uh, I just recently watched, so I'm a grown man scared of this film, guys. It is a creepy movie. Uh, I just had to throw that in there for you guys really quick. Parkour or something. <laughs> Falcor is his name. Something Falcor, like that. Yeah. I don't know. And I, yeah. I like that uh, that rock man. He is yeah. the nothing. The nothing. <laughs> cool ass voice though that guy had. You hit that shit just now. But but uh, going back to uh, Batman. I mean, you guys know how badass this Batman is because you guys seen the. Uh, the DC Dark movie with uh, Constantine and Dead Man. Mm. How I he, have not. You have you guys have you seen that movie? I have. You're talking about the animated, right? Yeah, the animated movie. Mm-hmm. How Dead Man um, goes into Bruce's bathroom and just writes in blood, and he's just like, "Hmm, what's happened here?" And then he yes. goes, <laughs> and then he goes on, and then he gets possessed by Dead Man, and he doesn't realize it. But later on in the film, um, how would you say the Grim Reaper goes up to Batman and said that he's supposed to die so many times. And so Batman just says, boo. And those demons just get scared of him. That's what I'm saying. Like, Bruce is perfect for a horror story, but not on the getting scared front. Obviously, the protector front, because he doesn't allow himself the the time to get scared, mm. uh, which he also doesn't allow himself several different feelings in dealing with bullshit situations as a detective. He is concentrated on nothing more than the mission. If he feels some type of way uh, about a family member anything like these like but the mission the mission is all that matters he stays focused he stays that's why i think a victor zaz or a you know professor pig story would be really good i could see him saying lines of uh you know what is this like i'm I'm scared but i can't afford to be scared right now i have to you know stop him before he kills somebody else like i i just think that that would be uh so interesting but i have seen that uh is that justice league dark yes. one of the justice league dark films yep Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I have you seen see it. you see Batman as a, I see him. How would you say? I mean, he had uh, he fights a lot of de- uh, not demons, but uh, well, he fought um, what's the guy's name? The one that rhymes, the demon. Uh, one of my favorite Trigon? characters. You're referencing yeah. Etrigan. Etrigan. That's right. That's Etrigan. right. That's yeah, <laughs> he fights the demons, and he fought he fought um, like Killer Croc. Uh, mm-hmm. Clayface and uh, what's his name? Dracula. He fought Dracula. Mm-hmm. And what's that guy's name? I forgot his. Uh, damn, what the hell? Who are you talking name? about? What's he looked at? What's he in? We might be able to guess. He's. Um, well, Swamp Thing, he did. He uh, did. I'm trying to think of like all these horror. Um, I feel like Raven's dad is pretty horrific, and he oh, him yeah, and Justice. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Trigon. He's went up against him. I mean, it's literally Satan without being Satan. You know what I'm saying? This guy's terrifying as hell. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But Batman has a. I mean, guys, his main villain is terrifying as hell. The Joker is a serial killing maniac. The guy is scary. You know what I'm saying? Uh, One of my favorite live-action portrayals of him is literally, to me, in my eyes, the way he's portrayed uh, a terrorist of sorts, which is a realistic thing. I feel like Heath Ledger's uh, 
portrayal of the Joker is one of the most accurate. Uh, and that's what makes it so scary because he Ledger really, I feel brought it to what, like, this is what this would be if it was reality. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it, Joker is terrifying. He is scary as fuck guys. Oh, okay. he's a clown. I could think he's a clown. It. I could think, I could think, uh, Scarecrow. Like he, Scare- uh, yes. Yeah. Like he's so used to, you used to, um, to Scarecrow's gas. And so he's mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah. Yeah. This, this is nothing. And he goes mm-hmm. back to fighting. Scarecrow is terrifying as a villain as well. Uh, what he can do with that fear toxin and as well as his whole entire getup, uh, whoever came up with scarecrow, like applaud to you. Like, I think he is one of Batman's, uh, most terrifying foes. I would hate to see him in an alley and him want something from me. I mean, not be able to, this sounds weird, provide it, <laughs> but yeah, scarecrow is fucking terrifying. I agree. I think, uh, underrated, like that's kind of like a creepy, Batman villain is like man bat, right? You kind of just like oh, go yeah. against this behemoth of a man in a bat, right? And I, I just one of the times I've like got like one of the biggest jumps that uh, that I've ever gotten from any video game is when you're just swigging through an Arkham Knight, you're just mm-hmm. chilling there, and you go up on that one building, and he just jumps out at you. I like freaked me out the first time I saw it, and I was like. At that time, I was, like, in the room, like, hanging out with, like, my uh, uncle. He just told me freak out. He was like, what in the world happened? <laughs> <laughs> Completely I, missing the fact I, that Man Bat just jumped out. But <laughs> I think Man Bat is one of the closest you can get to monster movie style or two in Batman. Like, Man Bat is terrifying. The way he's drawn as well, the guy looks horrific, man. This giant bat. With legs, you know what I mean? Like he's he's scary as could be. Man, nail on the head, SF. I think Man Bat is horrific as far as Batman villains go. I didn't even think of that guy. I mean, you see, like McFarlane starting to put horror into his figures now. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. McFarlane does have some horror figs as well as fucking NECA. They've been killing the horror game, especially with like monster movies and things like that. They have some phenomenal horror pieces. Yeah. Oh yeah. They've been they do a great job. I've seen uh, one of my friends has a pretty good selection of like the uh slasher characters and they do really good jobs with those sculpts. I mean you have like Spawn, his big influence in his creating of uh, figures, and if you guys ever see uh McFarland's how he uh, scopes these figures is he has them in a 12 scale. And so that's how he can get mm-hmm. the, uh, the detail for all of these figures and to put them out. I mean, that's how he did when, I mean, he tried to give it to Hasbro, but it looked so corny. And after that, he's like, no, I'm going to do it myself. So he goes out and does it himself and his way in his, his own mind and creativity, how he put out mm-hmm. these figures. I mean, that's, I mean, damn, hats off to that guy for making these figures now. McFarlane is the king of fuck it, I'll do it myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll say that. He definitely is the king of that. Uh, Really quick, on the tip of Spawn, uh, 
I feel Spawn is kind of scary too. Uh, going back to, I think the very first issue, uh, you know what I'm saying? With Spawn, I see SF uh, going through his catalog right now in his head because this guy reads Spawn actively and he's pretty deep. Uh, the first issue, guys, um, I think Spawn ends up killing this uh, this this ice cream man that kills children. Oh, dude, and I remember, yeah. yeah. I remember the very last panel uh, where uh, Spawn has the ice cream man hung upside down off some ropes or whatever, and he has a sign that uh, I scream, you scream, and I made him scream and yes. scream and scream. And I was like, oh, my God, that is fucking terrifying. But it was this ice cream man that was going around and, and fucking murdering children and shit, luring them in with the ice cream and then, like, cutting off their fingers to make art projects or something weird like that. But, like, that was terrifying. Phenomenal first fucking issue. Uh, talk about Professor Pig, but, like, turned up a notch, right? Uh, mm. Also, that wasn't first issue. It's, like, very early on, but close enough. It was in the beginning. It was in the first four or five the yeah. have you guys seen well but it, I know you guys have seen the Spawn movie yeah of course yeah. so <laughs> I, I wish they do better I wish they I wish Blumhouse does better with uh, this new one they're trying to make I didn't know Blumhouse was uh, you know a part of that Blumhouse puts out some pretty fun I can't reference any off head guys sorry but they every project I've seen Blumhouse do uh, me and my wife are weird we watch uh, we look for certain uh, companies to be associated with Blumhouse A24 uh, Shutter you know what I'm saying all that stuff whenever those movies whenever those brands are associated they, it, it's going to be a good time uh, uh, yeah it's going to be good boys oh. it's going to be good yeah, with the Spawn movie, the most recent update came out October last year. So we over a year uh, was like the last kind of, I feel like the last big update we got for the Spawn movie. And that, that was uh, the writers attached to this movie. Um, there's three different writers that's uh, gotten signed on um, that have uh, all, all uh, done notable uh, works. Uh, first one, Scott Silver, who uh, wrote the Joker movie. Uh, second is Malcolm Spellman, who has written uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as well as the upcoming Captain America movie, Captain America New World Order. And then uh, this last one, uh, one I'm not familiar with, uh, Matthew Mixon, who wrote Yesterday Was Everything. Hmm. Which, uh, which, so we'll see how it turns out. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that um, spawn, and I'm excited for Swamp Thing to come out. James Mangold doing that too. Yeah, Swamp Thing Looking is like one of that. my one of my favorite characters in DC, um, besides Lobo. Um, but I think they should make a Lobo movie. I mean, they should, it it will be so just Momoa. Yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa Jason in Momoa. that role. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought it was in the works with Momoa. It may not be though. Supposedly, supposedly mm-hmm. is. That'd be awesome though. Mm-hmm. That definitely would. Let me ask you guys this, if you don't mind. Uh, top three horror movies of all time for you, SF. I know you're not into horror. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but classic. Okay, I know you okay. got let stuff me, for let sure. Let me clarify. Like, there's 
some horror things I like. I'm just very picky. Like, I don't like to be scared. So that's why I don't get into a lot of these. Okay, like, just to be clear. Um, a lot of horror works I enjoy, or a bit of them, are kind of, like, based for more classical works, right? Like, I was just talking about the stuff with, like, uh, Lovecraft that I want to get it more into. I actually enjoy, like, some of Stephen King's stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Phenomenal. Right. Um, like, I think it is a pretty cool horror icon, but he does... He can, he can get a little spooky, you know. Um, oh, top three horror though. Uh, top three horror. So I feel like for me it's kind of very traditional, um, just because like I haven't watched as much as you all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like the top ones, like they're they're great, right? Um, I guess going not in any particular order, but like uh, The Shining, I think is definitely one of those three, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'd like to actually go back. I'd like to go back and actually read the novel, but like the the movie itself is great, and the um, sequel movie they did too, I thought was pretty solid too. Um, I don't remember what's called. I've never seen the sequel. I it's surprisingly good. I thought Um, so. uh, Definitely check that out. Uh, And then I guess like the next. Uh, the other two would probably be more of like uh, slashers with um, I liked going back and watching like Halloween and the uh, yeah, I've watched the original Halloween and then I watched the new, uh, newer ones that a friend introduced me to like I, I watched the new ones as they came out in the theater and so uh, my experience with Halloween is like what they consider I guess their new canon right mm-hmm. um, and so um, that that first one's such a classic, right? And I think that uh, the 2018 one that came out, I think that one's just as good as the original, or just almost just as good. And so, uh, but yeah, Halloween's such a great classic slasher, right? Like it's definitely a king of slasher, right? Uh, and so I'd put that on my list, the original Halloween, and then. The last one, which is like my ultimate sort of like favorite as far as it all goes, is uh, would be the original Scream movie, uh, just because I love how meta these movies get. Um, like that first movie, all the commentary with that first movie, yeah, it like completely echoes my thoughts on horror movies, like of how much they make fun of it, right? It's so great. Of like all the dialogue, and there, there's even that one scene where I like Michael, uh, the or that original Halloween movie is playing, right? And uh, you have Ghostface like going in there killing, right? As Michael's doing a killing on the screen, right? And so like it's so many great stuff in the in the screen movies, and they've honestly they'd somehow kept it up for six movies straight, which is just crazy. Yeah, I mean, I would have to say mine top three. Uh, slasher, Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, the movie, um, Dawn of the Dead. I mean, you can't go wrong with that intro. That's really good one. I mean, I, I don't I know. Like the, For me, I love zombies. Was that the newer Dawn of the Dead or the older one? Uh, the newer Dawn of the Dead. Okay, okay, that one's really good. I'd say that'd be like my honorable mention. I just, Train to Busan, great movie there too. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love uh, what's that movie That's called? Ah, oh, dude, Hereditary. 
That's what it is. Phenomenal choices. Phenomenal choices. I'll probably have to go with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, It, and um, Devil's Rejects is one of my all-time favorite oh, horror movies. Uh, when you say It, do you mean the original one? The original. Okay. I'm um, an original man. I want to th- throw movies like Midsommar, The Void, and things like that out there, but we did a top three, boys. Uh, so um, I also am a huge fan of, like, Halloween is one of my favorite. Uh, I mean, that original is just a classic. It is. Michael Myers is absolutely terrifying to me. Um, that mask is so scary. The fact that my guy has uh, the mask allows no portrayal of emotion is just terrifying it's just a blank stare as he's stabbing you as he's stalking you so scary uh we gotta throw in some friday the 13th never seen any of us they're good they're cool Uh, but michael myers is my guy over jason i think michael is really the the way to go i'm surprised you didn't throw in some alien both of you i expected some alien okay 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 um I, just because you're so sci-fi heavy. No, 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 that's the thing, though, is, like, I my mind kind of doesn't go there, right? Because, like, Alien is a, absolutely a horror and a sci-fi, right? And so, like, it's definitely my favorite. Like, I, I love that first Alien movie, like, a lot, right? Um, so, like, I definitely like it more than any of the movies I just said. Um, the only one that kind of comes close to stream, but uh, not really. And mm-hmm. so... Uh, <laughs> And so, uh, that, yeah, that first Alien movie is great, but, like, I think the thing with Alien, though, is even though that first one has a lot of horror elements, I think it's, like, overall as a franchise, it's more sci-fi. So, like, my mind just honestly didn't go to that. Mm. I respect it. I just expected it. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you said uh, sci-fi, my mind just went to Mars Attacks. That's mm. a, yes. That's a good one. When you said Mars Attacks, my mind went to Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I need to watch mm. that. It is on too. I know you requested we'll watch it soon together, all <laughs> of us. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Definitely a classic. Not excited for the video game. It just looks like another Dead by Daylight. I want to watch it. Or I want to play it. Yeah. I will say favorite horror video game of all time uh, for you game heads back home. It is Resident Evil 7. By far the best experience, most terrifying experience, most fucking get your blood pumping, anxiety going. Uh, But as my brothers here know, I am obsessed with the Resident Evil franchise, so there's probably a lot of bias. But I will say Resident Evil 7 scares the fuck out of me. Oh, I hate it so much because I love it so much. So good. So good. So good. Yeah. So... I think you guys my, have got to see me play it, huh? Go ahead. The best like, horror game that I've played in a while was uh, when I think about horror, um, The Suffering. Oh, dude. I'm so glad you brought that up. That is one of my favorites of all time, and nobody ever knows about it. Suffering Ties That Bind is an absolute fucking classic. You got fucking Torque locked up in a prison that's haunted as fuck. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The monsters that they chose to use, the fucking spirits, I guess, is what they actually are. The tortured souls are absolutely creepy classic. Uh, yeah. The baby 
things with the needles in the shower, the little, yeah, I think they're babies. I don't know what they are. And you got those things that crawl on the walls with the mm-hmm. claws and you hear the claws scraping as you're, as they're coming to stalk you, bro. And then you got those giant tank like motherfuckers with the big, the big guns on their back. Oh my God, bro. Yes. Yeah. When I played that dude, Oh man, it's good. That's yes, I mean, if you think, they should make that into a movie. Not, Cause not. if you they wake should. up and yeah, knowing that you're in prison and then you see these demons come out and attacking everybody and like, what's your, like, what's your mind at, at that moment? It's just to get out and find your family. If, if that happened and besides the prison out in the real world. Oh, cash has some ghost. No, my Charlie is not liking being trapped in the podcast room. He is on the move back. So I'm just trying to calm him, make sure he's okay. We did just get him from the pound boys. So being locked down, my boy suffering, you know what I'm saying? From the suffering of being locked up, won't let him out. He doesn't like that. So I'm just trying to make sure he's okay. He doesn't like it. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. And what about you, SF? What's your favorite horror game that you played? That's the thing. I don't know if I've really played like a straight up horror game. Oh, well, okay. That's a lie. I've played a couple of horror games, like more than like an hour. You know what I mean? Like I've never invested myself, I think, into an actual horror game. Uh, like I've played a little bit of Resident Evil 2 before. I've played. Um, I tried one time, but the Xbox port was horrible of um, Alien Isolation. Oh, that uh, game's mid. It's alien, Sorry. bro. It's just but anyway. Yeah, I respect yeah. it. And people like it a um, lot. What else have I tried? I tried the first Five Nights at Freddy's. I also did that in VR once, and that was terrifying. Even though I knew that exactly what to do. Scary as can be. Yeah that that sounds horrific. I knew exactly what to do, and I was still terrified. Like, yeah. Um. Speaking of, I'm looking forward to the movie. I, that's like one of the few horror movies I'm like actually looking forward to. Um, uh, and uh, I mean, if I had to pick like a favorite, um, I've actually watched gameplay of almost all the Five Nights at Freddy's actually because I think the lore is like so screwed up and like I think it's a very interesting story when you start delving into like what all the Easter eggs in the games are and yeah. the mystery of how all those pieces of information can go together it's a very interesting story that's very messed up you know children dying and like the souls of them being like part of the animatronics and yeah i will say when it comes to horror games uh my biggest quarrel as of late kids is this and many will disagree but many will agree uh, and it is this, and I will die on this stone, on this fucking hill. I guess stone. What the fuck? We'll try to talk all Shakespearean and didn't work out for me this time. Uh, we got to stop, and you're going to disagree. I, I know you are. So we got to stop with the Dead by Daylight type games. Dude, these things are fucking garbage. Okay. <laughs> I am so sick. They don't scare me. They're garbage. Uh, Text Chainsaw Massacre was a flop for me. Uh, but I know because like, your PC couldn't run it. Come on. No, not at all. I just, I personally just don't like that style of gameplay and that's really all it is. Uh, but so many people will die behind these games. They love these fucking games and I res- 
expect. And I'm glad there's an audience out there for it. Uh, I wish it was a bit smaller. So maybe they do uh, those games as they did an actual good game like Gotham Knights uh, and just fucking leave it dead. Uh, you know what I'm saying, boys? But hey, it's cool. I respect it. I guess uh, it is what it is. Yo chill all right just i feel certain ways about certain (laughs) things man and that's what you have to keep in mind of why i think they've blown up so big is it's a multiplayer horror right and i think that's what makes them so big because any of like it's uh players against ai can get stale because it's like hey you know the programming of how to get past this programmed horror or killer right whatever you're having right. to go up against right you know play it so many times you can do it with your eyes closed mm-hmm. and so versus if you're playing as an actual player that's unpredictable well I, until you start knowing strategies and all that but for the, a lot more unpredictable than an ai would be i will say i mean you're completely right i mean who doesn't want to jump into a horror game with a friend right but the issue that i feel we have not only with the horror uh, such as Dead by Daily, but just gaming in general. Is, I come from the era uh, of story-driven video games. Um, you know what I'm saying? And now you just jump into a lobby and you play. Like, I would love a, a co-op horror game where, like, it's not fucking just jump into a lobby and then we do the same thing over and over. I'd love to go through a journey like Resident Evil 7. If it was co-op, that would be an experience to have, you know what I'm saying? Something's terrifying. You get fucking separate. I don't know. Anyway, that that's, that's, that's where I'm at with it. I think that that would be really cool. Uh, you know, what'd be great is like, uh, it takes to like, sort of like gameplay with horror, right? Having to like rely on working together like that. That could be really cool. That'd be phenomenal. You're in a prison in there as well. Uh, I am a big fan of fucking horror that involves prison, Asylums and redneck like farms like those all three freak me the fuck out like I'm not here for it but I'm here for it all the way like all three I I would hate like I got some friends that are like into like classic also shares these friends are like oh let's fucking let's go ghost hunting Rob's a real life inspiring ghostbuster you know what I'm saying me (laughs) baby where I come from. We don't, we, if the ghost is in your house, that means you don't live there anymore. Like, I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm caught. All right, peace, son. Paying the bills every month. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't do that. So, I personally. So, wait, do you believe that ghosts are real? I do, especially on a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I definitely do. Uh, Okay. I didn't as of recent. And, uh, I've been, this is a whole different topic, but I've been really taking time to like look into my ancestors and those that came before and just study traditions, uh, you know what I'm saying, of my people and several different other cultures and things like that. I definitely do believe that spirits exist, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I believe the ghosts that most people are scared of are can, like uh, the tortured souls, right, that have been yet are not able to pass. I think uh, 13 Ghosts, the movie, uh, did a phenomenal 
job of translating what happens when a ghost has not completed what they're supposed to complete on this earth and then they get left over here to be um you know what i'm saying to, they, they're tortured until they can complete said mm-hmm. task i think they're here to suffer on earth you know what i'm saying uh but that's a whole nother topic but it definitely hits the horror vibes of yeah i i do think uh that there they, they, they may be um something more lingering in the darkness and in the shadows damn it charlie you knocked off my controller but it's cool <laughs> and just move on well, uh cash there's somebody standing right behind you <laughs> oh i'm sorry i didn't hear that uh <laughs> my son man he's not having fun boys what was that I said well <laughs> I said well Casho somebody's standing right be- right behind you I'm I can I'm seeing everything currently you guys try to do this to me every time I stream too like when I'm playing something there's somebody behind you oh, <laughs> sometimes I most of the time it gets me too I, I react so <laughs> that horror moment <laughs> Yeah. Do, do you believe in ghost uh, SF? Do I believe in ghosts? Yes. No. No, I don't think no. I don't I have no reason. I there's nothing that I've seen to make me believe that they exist. You should come to That's the rest. I'll show you a couple of things. I believe that way actually about a lot of things. Um not to dig too deep into like other things, but that's, that's what I had to do. I had to cut the conversation short because I'm like, you know, I don't want to get too deep, boys. People start thinking I'm a weirdo, or you know, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think there. I haven't seen anything that like makes me like think so, right? Like I know there's that. Um, I haven't watched it, but like everything I've heard from that, um, we call it like that like whole uh, Blair Witch Project, right? Isn't that like a ghost hunt movie or something like that? Also, right. Yeah, all I all influence. I hear is that it's just I hear mixed things on it, right? I hear some people like, oh yeah, this is great, and then other people watching it like, this is the most stupid thing ever. They're just hanging around that camera, and nothing happens, and so um, I feel like I'd be part of the latter if I watched it. And so I uh, I own mid uh, not Midsummer. Fuck, I wish I did uh, Blair Witch Project on VHS. Just want to plug that really quick as a collector. Nice. I have it. I'm happy to have it. I'm a proud owner. The movie's mid. The movie is mid, but it does it does also create that ambiance feeling that I was talking about earlier, boys. It, you can tell it's inspired by not only folklore, but it's actually not the first. People will tell you, kids, it's the first found footage film. It is not, but it's the first to do it as big as it did. Uh, and found footage is another route that I really enjoy in horror because it makes you feel like eh, you question, like, is this is this real or is this fucking oh, fake? I, I don't yeah. believe it. It's all fake. Have you seen uh, VHS? No. It's one of the is. most phenomenal found footage horror films. It's, uh, it's fake. I'll, I'll tell you right now, it's fake. We should watch it. SF, I challenge it's you. Fake. I fake. challenge you oh, to a God. duel. Listen, listen. I know I'll get scared from it because I get scared easy and I don't like being scared. But uh, but that's all it's about, man. That's all it's about. As long as you're in the moment and you're like, holy shit. Like, we know this right, shit. Right, sure. I'll get scared. I'll get stuff. freaked out, scared, whatever. But, like, it's not real. Exactly. I, I get it. I get it. But that's what fucking cinema is, boys. You know, in that moment, you're under the illusion of, you know, like, oh, shit, what if? Or, you know what I'm saying? That's what good movies do to you. I'm sorry. I love movies, guys. I love I mean, movies. It's just like the Paranormal Activity movies. 
Oh, man. How do you feel about the Paranormal Activity movies? Because I'm about to fucking open up a can of whoop ass all over those goddamn tapes. Oh, man. Those are the fucking... first one was pretty good. Uh, it was when I first watched it in the theaters. Was it like, oh, shit. Like you start hearing the footsteps and everything and yeah. the door opening and like, oh, man, it's uh, I will say degrade it for me. It will be. A hard seven. I ain't mad at that. Hard seven is also crazy choice of words, but I love you so much. <laughs> uh, yo, you never seen it? I've never even heard of these. Paranormal Activity? They were a big I've deal never for a while heard of this. in the 2000s. Uh, it's currently still, cool. but like, yeah, we forget the age gap sometimes. Uh, not for me, classic. Paranormal activity is so fucking mid, bro. It is so mid, my guy. Oh, a chair moved. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there goes a dish. Oh, like, get the stupid. fuck out of here. But you should check it out. If you ever get time, I know horror's not your bag, but not going to knock it, knock a movie. You know, Give it a watch. You also know Castro has very unpopular opinions when it comes to just weird little niche things. So if you are at home kids and you haven't seen this movie SF, if you haven't seen it, man, don't trust me on it. Go watch it yourself kids. But I personally am not a fan, but do you know who does ghosts, right? Classic wolf. Ghostbusters. Well, yeah, but Japanese people, man, (laughs) Japanese fucking horror films do ghosts the best. Ghosts are fucking terrifying in Japanese films. Uh, They're always like pale skinned and fucking walk all demented and shit and make weird noises like, oh, like that's fucking ghost to me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that's terrifying. Fucking not seeing something and then fucking, oh, look, my light turned on like, bitch. Your electric bill is fucked up or something. Like, you know what I mean? That's what's going on there. There's fucking a shortage. I was about to say. I don't know. I was about to say Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. And Ghost. I don't know if I've seen it. I don't think. Wait. What's that about? I mean, obviously Ghost, but like. Yeah. Like he is dead. Have I seen it? And he's trying to. Uh, communicate with his wife is the case to that silver and it has like a, a face coming through do you guys remember the case? i identify a lot of films off of what the cover of it looked like back in the days of vhs it's, uh... is that weird <laughs> no i do it... I, i'm so old it's like the cover for the vhs what i remember yes it had the name ghost and then it has like uh I think it's like a light in the middle of it. Um, SF, look it up. Do the do the Google thing. Do the Google thing. What was do it the Google thing. Ghosts. Kevin Spacey ghosts. It's called ghosts. Do the thing you do that you do so Kevin, well. Uh, uh, Kevin Spacey, or I think it was somebody else. Uh, Patrick Swayze. I've never seen anything with Patrick fucking Swayze in my life yet. Roadhouse. Yeah, I haven't seen. It's a movie? Kevin Spacey. Where did I get that from? <laughs> what, Patrick Who Swayze? is Kevin Spacey, though? Are you nope, talking about down, Ghost, down. the 1990 movie? Mm-hmm. 
I did have one I wanted to bring up Patrick to you, Swayze. classic, yeah. here in a second, if you don't mind. Just give me the green light. I think you'll agree. I feel like this movie has some good horror elements. I mean, one of the best taglines of all time come from this movie. Um, and it's currently on mine and my wife's watch list. Yeah. Got it. Who is that? Charlie wanted to say hi, boys. <laughs> oh, Charlie. Charlie. All right, what were you about to say, though? Oh, about the uh, movie uh, Ghost, the Patrick mm-hmm. Swayze. Uh, what did the cover look like? Like, describe it. Uh, it looks like two people hugging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. not the movie I was thinking of, then. <laughs> it says Believe on the top? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not what I was thinking then. I was wrong. Yeah. yeah was Classic. Thinking. What do you think of Six Sense? Six Bruce Sense. That's a really good movie. That's good. Fucking I See Dead People. That movie scares the shit out of me. That's that scene where good. he's at school and those people are hanging. Mm, yeah. I, I was a kid when I saw that. And it's fucking it good. Very scary. That's definitely a scary fucking film, man. For sure. Oh, man. I mean, I, I watched that movie, too, as a kid. And the part that got me was when uh, he go- wakes up in the middle of the night and then goes to the uh, kitchen and sees that woman come out mm, of nowhere. I can't do it. Yeah. That's ghosts in real life that I would never want to experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would freak me the fuck out. Yeah. I just get done making sweet fucking drippy love to the wife. You know what I'm saying? I go downstairs to grab some water and then there it is. Fucking <laughs> a horrific ghost. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh God, we got to move, honey. Get dressed. Let's go. No time for a shower today, baby. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. I think it's time for us to wrap it up. And uh, yeah. I got to start off with my creepy voice again. So... <clears throat> All right, guys. Would you like to uh, shout out your social for this evening for the listeners? Definitely, definitely. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, yo. Go check out the Comic-Cons podcast on all streaming platforms. That is C-O-M-I-C-K-H-A-N-S podcast. That's cons as in Kings, kid. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you need a motherfucking podcast. It's in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, same as on all, like, fucking social media platforms, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, uh, X, as the kids call it now, uh, Comic-Cons podcast. Just give us a little search and we'll be in there. Uh, as well as check out King Castro X Gaming on Twitch. Uh, sometimes kick if you're lucky. Uh, check us out. We're doing big things. I play games and I talk comics. Yes. <laughs> all, right. all right go check out the dingus den over on youtube for all your nerdy geeky comic content mm-hmm. uh, uh that is dingus den on uh currently only x and other socials coming soon uh and then also go check out red shirts remastered on both twitch and youtube where we do sorts of all sorts of different videos there um 
just a big hodgepodge of different uh, things, like a podcast where we talk about weekly news and rambling red shirts. Uh, there's also, I did a VR gaming video there, checking out Hellsweeper. Uh, and uh, there's also a X-Men Funko unboxing. Go check them out. Just before Castro flashed me, and you guys can find me at the Classical Podcast on Robin Jackson on Facebook and the Classical Podcast 89 on Instagram. So that's it for this evening. Thank you guys, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.